show. If this is your first time, woo, you're in for a ride. GEM stands for glamour, elegance, money, and sex, and not necessarily in that order. And it's with me, Kerry Glassell. And what do I know about gems? Well, I love them, don't you? What girl doesn't love wearing diamonds? Hello? <laughs> if you're allergic to diamonds, that's just not right. There's just, just, that's just not right. <laughs> but I can pog and pod that too. So you can get over yourself. Anyway, on this show, we tend to talk about all kinds of different things. I mean, A to Z or A to Z about consciousness, about awareness, about trials, about tribulations, about ups, about downs, because becoming more conscious and aware is really about living life to the fullest. And the reason I love the Access Mantra so much is because it goes like this, in case you've never heard of it. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Say that 10 times in the morning, 10 times in the evening. Plaster it on your mirror. Just repeat it as often as you can for the rest of your life, and your life will begin to get better. Now, how will it get better? I have no idea, because I actually don't know you and what's going on with your life. That it will get better, I know for a fact. Fact. There was even this girl that came to Access, and I think she thought, she thought Gary was like an eight ball. I don't know if any of y'all remember. We used to shake the eight ball and look for our fortunes. And she said, Gary, how can I get my boyfriend to ask me to marry me? Ah! And I'll never forget his answer. He goes, write the mantra down and put it up on the mirror where he shaves every morning. I think there was a little discussion about, you know, is there some place he goes every day? She did, literally with her hand. She wrote, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Put it on the mirror where he shaved every morning. Within three to six months, less than a year, he asked her to marry him. Whoa, that was like crazy. That was like eight ball Gary talking. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that will happen to you, but I can tell you this, that I taught my sons that mantra on the way to school. I used to sing it with them, and I made up this little song, you know, like, so I live in Texas, so country music is way too prevalent. Um, that's just my point of view, but because I'm a rock and roller from way back. But somehow this, this sort of country tune came out and where I'm driving to school. It's, it's always like a 30-minute drive to get them to school and stuff. So I'm like, what are we going to do? We're going to play games, right? Well, one of the games I was like, how am I going to teach them this mantra? Because I know it's going to change their life and it's going to save their life at some point. And so I like made up this song. And if you really want to know it someday and uh, you come to one of my classes, I'll sing it for you. Anyway, not today. But so what occurred, literally, this is when they were um, four and eight years old. And when my son was in college one time and he had a little too much to drink, as one does at college, um, he told me that he began saying that mantra because he that mantra came to him and he began saying it and he sobered up. And it was a good thing, too, because the hall room director, who was jealous of him, long story, had called um, the campus police. And so by the time the campus police came to their party, um, my son was relatively sober, and it was a benefit to him in the long run. <laughs> so that's just one example. I mean, crazy. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. So is your life ease, joy, and glory, or is your life pain, suffering, and glory? And the funny thing about access is that when you are willing to laugh a little bit at yourself and the goofy things you choose, and you're willing to go, wow, okay, that was not my brightest mood, and not 
judge yourself, but just kind of go, wow, okay, what can I choose that's different than this, you know? Because when you make a choice, it always leads to awareness. Your awareness does not lead to choice. And this is partly what the metaphysical movement, and I'm just going to slam them all right now, has backwards and upside down, okay? More awareness does not lead to greater choices. More awareness just leads to more awareness. And so what? What are you doing with that awareness? How are you changing the world? How are you making your life and other people's lives better? Okay. So you can sit and meditate and be this wonderful guru. Great. Okay. How are you changing the world? How are you assisting other people? See, for me, I would, my desire is for everyone to have more, be more, and enjoy the life I mean, including animals, including the plants. I mean, I want everyone and every living thing to have more ease, joy, and glory. So what does that look like tangibly in your life? Well, you start with the mantra. And for me, it was more ease raising my kids. I had so much more ease being a parent. And I had no, no parents to, I had no examples. I was basically, I tease teasingly say I was raised by wolves because the only time I ever saw my parents was at dinner and you had to be quiet because children were to be seen and not heard when I grew up so I actually never really communicated with my parents ever so I had no examples of how to raise a child at all and so I was like in this wilderness of like ah, here I am with babies here I am a single and all I know for sure is I want their life to be different than mine I I desire I want Yes, true. I know. Want means lack. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I definitely desired for them to have everything that I could that I could possibly figure out better than me, which really meant they had a connection with their parent. Because the 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 more I look at the world and all these upset children and you know, whether they end up shooting people in school or whether they end up taking their own lives, the majority of it comes from they don't feel valued. They don't feel appreciated. They don't feel wanted. They don't feel connected with their family, with their parents for some reason. And why am I aware of that? Because I almost took my life two or three times. And it's not a really good feeling <laughs> to not feel like you have value and to not feel like you're connected and to not feel like anybody would care whether you live or die. So that being the case, partly the way that I communicate and I coach people is from the point of view that you are this amazing being, whether you know it or not, you have amazing possibilities and all you really need is a little coaching, a little mentoring to be up, up, up and away on your way to do the great things that you were called to do. Now, one of the things where we get caught and where I have been caught personally, and so maybe you guys are too, is it's like expecting instant, not instant happiness, instant change, instant um, receiving, okay? Sometimes receiving is not instant. It does actually occur, but sometimes it's three months, six months, three years, and in my case, about 30 years. <laughs> so if you're looking for what you are requesting and what you're working for, to happen instantly when you ask of the universe, there's a lot that goes on. You know, you're not the only person in the universe. So the universe has to, when you begin to request it, the universe begins to work. Now, when you doubt that request, the universe like cog, cog stop, like, you know, the cogs go, ah! really and truly. You need to know this. 
when you doubt your request, the cogs of the wheel that was turning in your behalf stop. Mared, right? So now, how do you get them started again? You pog and pod yourself and you go, okay, whew, let's not do that. Let's not doubt ourselves. This in and of itself has been like a lifetime journey for me, not doubting myself. Oh my God, who doesn't doubt themselves? You know, you would think I was like reincarnated doubting Thomas, but I'm not, yay. Anyway, um, so what if then you could live in these 10 second increments? Would it be easier to not doubt yourself? A little bit, right? It's when we begin to plan at our lives and plan for the future and plan and plan and plan. You know, we have daily planners. As a matter of fact, I'm working on a daily planner right now. <laughs> Gems, you know, with curry. And, and I've thought about this for years. And what if your daily planner was a daily question instead? So who or what are you being that if you would be willing to refuse to be it could manifest as who and what you truly be. Woo! Everything doesn't allow you to perceive that and have that and be that will you destroy and create it all and pog and pot all that. So look at the energy of who you're trying to be, which would be a beingness and who you really be, who you're not maybe really sure who you'd really be. So what has a, greater expansive energy for you beingness or being so everything that doesn't allow you to perceive no be and receive who you truly be and your being then destroy and create everything stopping you from that awareness we tend to when we desire to please others we sort of contrive this beingness I'm not sure why we do it. I just know that we do it. I know I've done it. We contrive a way of being to prove or get approval from them. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Gosh, I still can't remember who that guy is. But anyway, he's really funny. Um, I can see his face and I can see the YouTube video. Oh, my God. Anyway, it was in the 60s or 70s, so you have to kind of Google back in time a little bit to find it, but it's really funny and worth watching. It's not Tony Randall, but it's one of those guys. Anyway, so beingness versus being. How do you get there? And what the hell am I talking about anyway? Well, what I'm speaking about is the way we live when we please others or live our lives to make others happy versus the way we live when we live for pleasing ourselves and acknowledging that we are valuable, we are important. It's not self-centered in the way that we've been taught. It's more like being aware of what you require and being willing to ask for it and being willing to get a no, being willing to be rejected, being willing to be told by your CP, our time is up. <laughs> it, this is a huge topic, guys. I mean, I teach webinars on this. I coach on this for days and days and months and months. So just a, just a little bit of information for you guys. Please, please, please don't hesitate to write me, info at curryglasscell.com. Please join 
please, please, please join one of my seminars or telecalls. We go into this in such depth. You too can be the best you can be. You might just need a little coaching along the way, but you are ready. You are, if you are ready and not you are, if you are ready and if you're willing, all things are possible for you. Okay. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on the GEMS Network. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we had a GEMS Network? Woo! How does it get any better than that? Okay. Bye-bye for now.